geeked up to stand up comics telling you what's up in movies and tv i know you could feel me music and gaming you know what i'm saying comic books and tech stuff you ain't up on yet and if you are hooked we're gonna go and take a closer look and no show's the same we always got a different game always got a different game What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to episode 11 of the Geeked Up Podcast. I'm Devin Barnes. With me always is the Lawn's dog himself, Liam Whalen. 359, cuz, uh, yo, yo, yo. Ooh, with the area code thrown on top, too, man. I'm getting serious. That was actually the address. Episode 11's changing everything now. <laughs> Throwing area codes Hit out there. Hit me up on AIM, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. You can check us out on SoundCloud.com backslash Geeked Up Podcast, Facebook.com backslash Geeked Up Podcast. Of course, we're on iTunes now. Heading up to iTown. Oh, yeah. And, of course, all music done by Andre Davi on uh, SoundCloud.com backslash Andre Davi. And he's in iTown as well. Big mm-hmm. shout-out to Andre Davi. Thanks again for uh, joining us, Episode 10 Game Time. That's right. A lot That's of fun right. for the Sucka MC Challenge. Make sure you uh, check that out if you haven't already. And Where Andre Davi was on the show himself. Yeah. Providing... Live, a, a live woo, baby. A live closer look. That's right. We got to pick his brain a little bit. Hear the <laughs> ins and outs of, uh, <laughs> of why he... Ta- of why he lets the audience title his songs. That's right. That's <laughs> right. So uh, make sure you check that out. We're giving away a bunch of prizes for that. Yeah. And speaking of prizes, before we get into the show, um, we have a uh, last episode was the big episode ten, the big anniversary episode. Yeah. And um, so we're going to be do- in game time fashion. We're going to be dipping into the game uh, to the prize closet here. That's right. To that's start right. this uh, episode eleven off. That's right. It's like the game time, but it's the real time. So since it was our big episode, we asked a lot of you guys because we wanted to give out prizes, but uh, nothing for free. Yeah, yeah. All sorts of emails came coming flying in, but... It did, it did. Because we, so, we had all sorts of things we were going to give away. First, we were going to give away our, a prize for our first review in the iTown, which... That's right. People in iTown, they're hard. They don't like leaving reviews. They like listening and leaving, you Listen, know? Getting out of there. So nobody... Re- that one's still up for grabs. Still an autographed picture of the Geeked Up Boys up for grabs for that one. That's right. And then we were also... Our first Facebook-like was going to be getting it, or uh, mm-hmm. a fake email from my mom was going to be getting That's the right. prize. That's right. The uh, first congratulatory email in our 10 episodes would be getting a prize. That's right. And our uh, and a best closer look from our closer look of the closer looks. That's right. Favorite closer look. What was your favorite closer look? Give that a closer look. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of closer looks. So um, deep. We got two winners here. One was uh, the first Facebook we got, like uh, we got after that episode, was uh, from Katie Black from Ireland. Ah, the young one from, uh, from Ireland. So you're going to have to get a, you're gonna get a package with a bunch of stamps on it, coming from New York with a signed picture of me and Liam. Yeah, let's be serious. You're not getting shit, Katie Black. We've got a yeah. strict no overseas uh, mailing policy. Send us a pack of jammy Dodgers, <laughs> and then maybe we'll send you a picture. No, you got one coming, Katie. We're doing it. Yeah, we can email. We'll fax you one. It's all good. Now, with all these other things we've asked from you guys, you'd think that we have a bunch of emails to read you, but somebody out there nailed it all in one hit in a very impressive email again, like our fans usually send in. Now, this one comes from a fan of the show. This is Dan. These geeks are clever. These yeah. geeks are clever. Who'd have thought? Who would have thought geeks were figuring stuff out? Now, this comes from a fan of the show, a friend of the show, Dan. Our buddy Dan. Oh, Danny boy. And old Dan hit it all in uh, one shot. So it goes, hey, geeked up guys, congrats on the 10th episode. Ding. There's the first one. There's the one right there. There's the congrats. 
Especially you, Liam. You're using your words correctly and sound very handsome and smart. Aww. <laughs> My favorite closer look would be Machines Gone Wrong. Although I would say you guys were wrong about the Matrix and that they were technically fighting a program and not machines. You motherfucker. Yeah, are you fucking kidding me, guy? <laughs> like, not you, Dan. Not you. No, yes, right. That's obviously a good callback. He's on Team Seth, apparently, with the, with the Matrix. Uh, I don't know if you're saying that ironically or not, Dan, but... Uh, <laughs> We're still not agreeing with you, Seth. We're taking away. You, you, you yeah. lose a life for that one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but it was his favorite closer look, so we hit that one. So he said, yeah, like I said, he said, although we were saying that, they were technically fighting a machine. I'm sure Devin put that idea in your head. My smart little man would never say something so silly. Jeez, <laughs> yeah, right. thanks, Dan. <laughs> also, on a side note, I'm so happy to see that my little boy has grown up to be the real Slim Shady. Yeah. And to uh, me, you will chica, always chica be uh, a sucker MC. If that's good. <laughs> that's called callback to the episode 10 game time, the Suck MC Challenge. That's right. Listen and the that. episode 6, Real Slim Shady. Of course. Of course. So, uh, also, I don't want you hanging around that Andre character anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun, boys. Signed. If you couldn't figure it out, Liam's mom. Ding. So, uh, Dan. Banging on all cylinders, Dan. And although you weren't the first congratulatory email, because we got a couple others. Yeah, we did get in some. In our policy of... Bundling all of our photos into one. If we can figure out a way to get yeah. one photo of the Geeked Up Boys. Yeah. It's to one to genius. Dan. Yeah. We're not sending out three things. We're sending out one. It all goes to Dan. He's got the cheat code. He figured out how yeah, to he manipulate his up, way. up, down, down. But guess what, Dan? Uh, since it was the 10th episode, we're going to send you six signed pictures of us. <laughs> we're doubling up. Put them, put them all around your room. You'll love it. <laughs> so those are the emails. And I guess with that, we are going to uh, get into uh, the news this week. Chicka chicka news, news the time. News, the news. And of course, in geeked up fashion, we can't start the news without doing some sort of R.I.P. news. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, this is uh, R.I.P. teaser news, maybe? Uh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen to everybody. But uh, So we're breaking the story here first. The Geeked Up Podcast. You're hearing it before. It's officially announced, but apparently... Charlie Sheen is to go on the Today Show to publicly announce that he is HIV positive? Yeah. Ooh, and uh, again, like Devin's saying, this is we're kind of breaking the news here. We're a little ahead of the curve. We're coming. Uh, That's right. It's all coming down right now tonight as we go on. He hasn't come to, I guess, the initial news that he's going to be on the Today Show this mm -hmm. week to announce the whole thing. And it's been kind of leaked out there. And then there's been kind of a lot of people yeah. like giving early, like uh, his ex-wife, Brooke Shields, has come out saying. Or no, Brooke Shields, Denise <laughs> Richards. It was Brooke Shields. I'll, but I'll he give, probably banged Brooke Shields. I'll give Shields. the good news to Andre Agassi or whoever used to be this. But, uh, yeah, that's a great point, though, Brooke Shields. How many think eight nervous 80s actresses are out there right now? Like, he's got what? Yeah, because apparently part of the story is, too, that this has kind of been like a known, covered-up thing. Yeah. That he's been, like, even during the whole Charlie Sheen post-two-and-a-half-men-like resurgence, mm -hmm. he had uh, HIV during that time. And, like, his when he, I guess, gave birth to his child's with either Did Brooke Shields or British <laughs> Richards, whichever one. It's still up in the air, but... Uh, apparently, like, the baby was healthy, and she's healthy, and all that kind of stuff. So well, I know if she's healthy. She never really <laughs> said that if she was healthy or not. She made a very big point to say that the baby was healthy, but how could she be? And, and that's so a real... Potential R.I.P. teaser well, news. That's, yeah, <laughs> Denise Richards, we got you next episode. <laughs> but um, really, like, that's the question, though. Like, because on the show, he's supposed to... I think, like, the speculation is he's saying he's only had it for the last two years. 
Okay. The, because the way the story so broke totally wrong. is that like this kind of came out, but that's not really what they're saying because now people are saying he's had it for a while now and like this has been like kind of like you said, like a very big Hollywood cover up that like yeah, Charlie yeah. Sheen's just like a known fucking party. Because he's animal. one of those good guys that deserves everybody to uh, give him the benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's right. He just likes crashing cars and doing monstrous amounts of cocaine and banging hookers. Yeah. How could he possibly have AIDS? How's a guy like that? You know, yeah. you live the right life, you walk the line, <laughs> and then. Poor Emilio Estevez is just out there like, I wish someone was talking about the AIDS. <laughs> yeah, I seriously. Did anybody mention that I'm a good guy yet, yeah. for God's sakes? Fucking teach the fucking kids how to teach <laughs> hockey. It's like in the Nationals. Seriously. Never had AIDS. I'm an American hero, guy. Yeah. Jesus. But that's the whole thing, though, is uh, if you remember Brie Olsen, he used to date oh, porn star. Oh, I remember Brie Olsen. Yeah. I mean, we were watching, uh, just do some research, we were watching Brie Olsen <laughs> yeah. videos before this. <laughs> Very, Very talented. <laughs> Um, but she, I guess you know, the word was out that he was going to go on the Today Show, so she kind of like sent out like this very like ambiguous like post on like whatever yes, Twitter her, or something. Her Twitter is my homepage, <laughs> yeah. and I woke up one morning to a tweet from Br- from Brielson like I normally do, and it was like it was a scary one, <laughs> it was a nervous one. But she kind of came out and was like, hey, look, like an ex-boyfriend of mine is going to come out and say he's HIV positive. I'm just letting you guys know I don't have it. Like I go to the gynecologist, like. Every year yeah, now, I'm a professional like in the industry. Yeah. I'm chest. I'm tested. Yeah. I'm because they make me in the business certified. In. Yeah. yeah. So she says she doesn't have it. But now another things that are popping up in the internet now is Charlie Sheen is now saying he doesn't have it. <laughs> He's like, no, I had it. I'm going to announce that like I am the cure for yeah, yeah. HIV. It's that tiger juice that he was drinking, or the tiger blood is the. But yeah, kind of like in a ma- like he's like Magic Johnson phase two, where like he's no longer yeah. has HIV, and now he's gonna be like the. And I guess it just goes to show that like money can really money maybe does buy maybe not happiness, but definitely like the cure for HIV. Well, not but Magic was never even as bold to say he doesn't have it. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, I still got it, but I'm just like, yeah, he's like respectful to the HIV it. community. I drink a lot of pineapple juice. Drink a lot of pineapple juice. A lot of pineapple juice. Who didn't come down with AIDS in the eighties? I mean, yeah. come on, come on. I was fucking a porn star for like two years. So now Charlie Sheen's just gonna come out and be like, I had it, I beat it, <laughs> I did, I'm good. So, but yeah, so I guess we'll be having an, uh, an update in episode twelve. Episode this, twelve, this, the dust kind of settles, but uh, yeah, interesting, interesting stuff. And yeah, again, really though. Out of all the America's sweetheart, Charlie Sheen, yeah, America's Jew. But this is still one that, like, I didn't. You don't like quite hear coming. Like, it doesn't. No, even for like sure. the kind of partying he's doing. He's not like the sleazy heroin addict partier, like a uh, Kurt Cobain. Yeah, kind of- but what did Charlie Sheen do? He got a. Uh- HIV from some hooker he banged, then gave it to like a hundred more hookers and just like got it out of his system. Like, woof, banged that out of me. Uh, there yeah. you go, ladies. He passed it along. This is my brother Emilio's address. <laughs> Look him up. He needs a cover story. But, um, so yeah, stay healthy, Charlie. Uh, we're rooting for you. <laughs> yeah, big geeked up. Uh, best wishes go yeah. to Charlie Sheen. Come on. And all of the prostitutes in the Los Angeles area for uh, the big scare. Yeah. Hope everything works out well. Good luck, ladies. But uh, in um, other big news um, that was just announced in um, Walking Dead news, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, you would know him as the uh, 
the comic from Watchmen. Yeah, you, you know him as the guy that kind of looks like Javier Bardem <laughs> from The Watchmen. Dude, exactly. <laughs> oh, is that the guy from uh, No Country for Old Men? Yeah, no. Like, nice, this guy's back. The guy looks Wait, just like him. this doesn't have an accent. Who's this fucking shithead? But Jeffrey Dean Morgan has been cast as Negan in The uh, Walking Dead, which is uh, yes, big news. Negan's a big figure in The Walking Dead community. Absolutely. You know, they've been teasing him a lot now. The wolves are already out there causing a rem- uh, mayhem in the town. Yeah, his and, uh, gang has premiered in this uh, latest season. And you know as a comics. Like, if you've read the comics at all or ever gone, like, online and fucking... Even if you don't read the comics, there's some always some bozo like me out there. Like, well, in the comics, it's Negan. <laughs> and uh, they cast Jeffrey Dean Morgan as him, and he looks pretty similar to the uh, comic character himself. And um, Negan is just, like, one of the most hardcore, like, villains in the comic. Like, he's just, like, this charming sociopath who you're just, like, yeah, fucking... Yeah, he's hardcore even by, like, evil Walking Dead mm-hmm. zombie standards. And you were telling me, because I don't do the comics, but you were telling me that in the comics... He uh, kind of his big thing was he bashed in Glenn's skull. He bashes brilliant. in Glenn's skull in the comics. Like it's a big thing that happens in the comics. He kills Glenn. You never see it coming. It's really hardcore, which could be a big twist now because because Glenn... now let's throw a spoiler out there because I know a lot of our listeners out there are watching. They're Walking Dead on Netflix sometimes, so they're on. You know they're a season behind. So if you're not caught up. But and a lot of the geeked up listeners do their geeked up a season behind, so fuck it, we're spoiling. Yeah, that's it. But if you're not a li- if you're not a watcher of the show, because it's a big show, and fucking spoiling a show like that sucks. If you're not a listener of the show, go ahead and just like move the dial ahead by like three minutes. Yeah, and then that'd be the perfect part to hit right the spoiler right in the nose. I don't know how long this is going <laughs> to take, but I'm telling you, like you might want to skip this. So in the show, we've all seen. If you're watching the show, you're all caught up on Walking Dead. A couple episodes ago. Glenn appeared to be murdered. He was eaten alive by a zombie. It was, it was fucking really hardcore. Nicholas shoots himself in the head. He yeah. drags Glenn into the horde of zombies. Now it looks like Glenn's getting his stomach ripped apart. Big character. Like no one's by a whole big bunch of zombies. Yeah, exactly. No Thrashed one saw it apart. coming. The next day you go online. It was like, how's everyone doing out there? You know, we <laughs> lost. We lost someone last night, dude. And everyone's like, you know, he's not dead, right? He's good. He was eating the guy on top of him, and that's how you know. But Don't now, give up on Glenn like that, guys. And you think, like, oh, that's crazy. That's bullshit. Because, you know, if you're watching the show, and even if you read the comics, the show and the comics have definitely gone two different ways. There's characters alive in the comics that are dead in the show and vice versa. You know, they're very different things. Same idea, same characters, different stories. You know what I mean? So to uh, bring Glenn back from the dead just to have him killed off in the way that was so extreme in the comics is two things. Like, one... Either kill him once or don't kill him at all. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We've already to bring done the him back, Glenn like, killing. and as cheesy as it sounds, like, like I said, like they are fictional characters, but you put this emotional investment in these characters. So you watch them die, and it's fucking like really hardcore. Just to bring them back to kill him again, the second time, you'd be like, all right, well, fuck yeah. it, who cares? Is he even dead? Yeah, I don't think they're going that route. If they do bring him back, I don't even know if that's how he'd go out. I think mm-hmm. that maybe they're bringing him to. Maybe kill a like a, a kill another character another in the Glen Way. Yeah, the Glen Be- Way. Because they've done that before with the uh, I forget the character's name for the show, but when like the uh, one group was eating his leg and it turned out he was already bitten, that happened to a different character in the comics that was still alive that they already killed off in the show. So they have done things from the comics to other characters. Yeah, and it's very much of like a mishmashed, close enough, but you know, that's right. Not the same. Oh. But I think it's like just so hardcore like that it's that. Glenn. And I like that w- that approach, you know, to the comic book based shows to kind of take your own. And take like for sure, make it like recognizable enough so the comic book fans can also be like into it on a different level, exactly. But don't have to be like, but don't know exactly what's gonna happen, yeah, exactly. Like, wait, that never happened in the comics, he's dead like that. 
And it's a great show, and it's just like I hope they don't like because they've killed big characters before, and like that's it. That's the whole like fun of the show too is nobody's safe. Yeah, your favorite character could die the next episode. Nobody's safe. So to, like to bring a bag would just be such a change of form and fucking just like such a cop out for the show. Yeah, I'm not believing the buzz on the internet. I don't know, man. Like, uh, there's a lot of things too there's that looks like it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's just like the writers of the show are being very ambiguous about it. Like, if he really was dead. They would tell. They would just be like, "Yeah, he's dead." They're like, "Oh, wait and see." Yeah, There's okay, like okay. pictures of him online of like filming new scenes. Like there could be flashbacks, but who knows? They didn't put him on like the wall, of the fallen on the Talking Dead afterwards. Oh, like, well, they've just done, and they try to do a sneaky thing too. Is they've taken they've taken his name out of the opening credits to be like, "Oh, look, he's not in the show anymore." But any main character that's ever died before, they still keep their name on like the rest of the season. Like they don't just like wash oh, him away. Right. So it's so almost like a, like, "Look, oh, his yeah, name's yeah. gone." So it looks like he's gonna come back. But just for uh, the record, the real news. Sorry about my rant, <laughs> but the real news is that Jeffrey Dean Morgan is probably gonna be is gonna be on the show as Negan. Is probably gonna kill Glenn all over again. <laughs> so. Uh, so we got that to look forward They've to. They've got that to look forward to. Still a great show, though. And if you haven't been watching the 15 Seconds uh, Flight 1406 or whatever it's called on AMC, the third Walking Dead show is also just hilarious. <laughs> Watch that, because we needed the spinoff of the I'll spinoff. I'll be the rest, like the rest of the Geek Up audience that'll be trying to catch up that one and uh, yeah. get back to you. Yeah, that'd be the easiest one to watch. It's uh, 15 seconds an episode. It's brutal. But um, to move on, another like big news. I guess another like big story is going on right now. Like yeah, Walking Dead's like, a big other, one. Like, right now, the other like current big geeked up because this is Star Wars. Woo, baby! This is all about Star Wars. Mirror to the 18th of December. So, and yeah, uh, look, Walking was... Dead's the Walking Dead's a little bit of like the undercard for us right now. But the That's big right. and there's yet yeah, the Star Wars news keeps on coming out. They keep on uh, like the, I guess when we did the big Star Wars thing last week, we did we did mention that the video game would be coming out. But there's even more big Star Wars news. There's so much Star Wars news, and even thinking back to just like taking a nostalgic moment, we should have mentioned this in episode ten. But what are, we started this show with breaking Star Wars news about all Star Wars yeah. and all the original characters being back, and we're still talking about it. No, it was it. literally like the show kind of kicked off because that one week the Avengers were coming out, and there was mm-hmm. the big Star Wars. There was the big like, Star Wars. Just do the, like a podcast about all this stuff. We got to do it. So in more glorious, glorious, fun Star Wars news, um, Battlefront comes out tomorrow. Next episode, episode 12, you'll get my official review of the game after I haven't slept for a month. For all the gamers out there that have been... uh... And again, remember, check me out on uh, Xbox, Fear Loathe 420. I'll play with you. We'll talk geeked up shit. And... uh, (laughs) No, I'll mention Give him a you the baby. He'll send you an autographed copy of the Geeked Up Boy. That's right. That's right. That's right. But so now I guess the because uh, I'm not much of a gamer, so I guess but the big news of this game is it's going to be kind of a little bit of a teaser towards the new movie coming out. A little bit. A so little bit. Movie is incorporated in this game. There's going to be map like a map on this game that like is in the new movie. So you know we're all hoping for you know it comes out exactly a month before the movie comes out. So if you beat the game, you can maybe get a scene or something or. Uh, yeah. Character like or something. Carrie like. Fisher sends you a personal message. Good job, Devin. <laughs> Yay! But no, it's like there's been two Star Wars Battlefront games before, and they were a lot of fun. Like you're not set to a dedicated character, but you get to play as all of like the uh, favorite Star Wars characters. And now this one's on like the next next gen consoles, like PS4 and Xbox One. So like the graphics are gonna be out of this world. On the online stuff, they have like a fifty versus fifty map, which is insane. It's like fifty people fighting fifty other people. Yeah, you all could be real. like a one of fifty stormtroopers. Exactly, one dude. of fifty Jedi. It's just going to be epic and so much fun. And Empire I'm definitely getting style. it. I can't wait to play it. I've been. Uh, it'll be my buffer till the movie comes out. Yeah, and this one you can kind of go through all of like the worlds of all of the yeah. other, all the galaxies of all you can go through. And this you one can you be good go or bad. The, you can be like the bad. You can be a Sith. You can be a, some rebel scum. 
I have no interest in playing as Han Solo. I want to yeah, be right. Darth Vader. I want to kill some fucking good guys. I want to be Princess Leia and see what it's like inside that cage, you know? That's right. Dance around your gold bikini. Maybe Jabba the Hutt and just get the chill and rape chicks, you know? It seems like a good video. pretty much what he does. He is trying to beat Han that once. He is the Biff Tannen of the Star Wars universe. Fucking Yoda. Get your damn hands off her. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, yeah, dude, I can't wait for the game. Um, expect an official review or, you know, fingers crossed it doesn't suck, too. There's always that chance. Oh, not a chance. Not a chance. But as we all know, we've talked about, I failed to get midnight tickets to the show, but I did get 10 a.m. tickets of the actual opening day. So I'll be watching that movie. And now with more breaking news, because you know I love me some movie trailers. Yeah. That not only am I getting to see the fucking movie I've been waiting forever to see, but there's going to be some pretty hot trailers connected to this movie. Of course, as suspected, since Disney owns Lucas and Disney owns Marvel, we finally get to see our very first Captain America Civil War trailer, which yes. is the one that brings all the characters back into it. You know, Paul Rudd's in this one. Robert Downey Jr.'s in it. Yeah, Everybody. The Avengers Universe are all yeah. coming to the new Captain America movie to it's big sell time. some tickets to that one, as we've talked about before. But the big story with that movie, too, is that we've talked about it a million times. And I won't beat a dead horse, but it's like this will be the premiere of Spider-Man, Spider-Man in the, um, yes. in the Avengers Marvel Universe. universe. The Marvel yeah. Universe. Which is, like, great, too, because he's not starting starring in his own Spider-Man movie at first. He eventually is, but, like, he's just coming in there. He's like, yo, look at me. He's coming in there to I shoot get to some chill with you guys now. So it's going to be a lot of fun to see that trailer. I'm sure they'll give a little Spider-Man tease at the end. Another movie we haven't seen a trailer for that's going to be uh, premiering with um, uh, Star Wars is uh, the trailer for X-Men Apocalypse. Yep. Which is, um, the last big movie was... Um, uh, their last big movie was X-Men Days of the Future cast, where they took the original cast of the X-Men movies and mixed them up with these old school, the, this new cast with the younger versions. It was a lot of fun. Now, this one is the uh, X-Men Apocalypse, of course. They're fighting Apocalypse in this one, who is like a big um, villain. We've he was all like been... the main villain of the... Like, yeah, besides Magneto. And, yeah, um, yeah. They've already made five fucking movies about them fighting Magneto. <laughs> it's all we were finally getting a different villain for the X-Men to fight. So it should be... Um, you, know, you know me. I think this one's going to suck. <laughs> but I hate all these goddamn X-Men movies because they should be so good and they're all just so fucking cheesy. Yeah, they should like be the lame. original Marvel Studios, not the uh, yeah. Disney-owned Marvel Studios. Kind of ruined all those. But always potential with those. And again, kind Could of the fun of like a big trailer. And again, like... Oh, yeah, I'll well, definitely see it. The one more, because those are the two premiere trailers, but then yeah. we've got the finale trailer. Well, and it's also rumored, too, the finale trailer. We've already seen a taste of it, but I think the final trailer for Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, is coming out. Yeah, we played the like trailers a... for the trailer on the show, <laughs> and we now we're getting the full trailer in the Star Wars, you know. Uh... This one I think is going to be good. So here's my predictions. The, uh, all the trailers are going to be great. The <laughs> movies themselves, though, you hear it here first. Captain America Civil War, obviously awesome. X-Men Apocalypse, I'm sure there's going to be some of you bozos out there that like the other ones. I mean, it was great. <laughs> it was so good. But Wolverine had claws. No. I think it's going to be terrible. God damn it. And I hope there's a few of you out there that'll agree with me. And then uh, Batman vs. Superman, you know, that's a coin flip. But I think that one's going to be really, really, really good. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. Um, that's another one. There's like a lot of fan theories about it because they haven't really given out too much information. So we'll see what's happening. It's their big introduction. I think it's going to be good. We'll see. But I think that part of the fun with the, uh, the whole debuting the trailers, too, is kind of it's bringing, like, 
you know, obviously everybody loves Star Wars, but there's kind of like the other dedicated fans where some people love Superman yeah. and Batman. Some people are kind of more on the mm -hmm. new age Avengers wave and other people are like original X-Men fans. So you're going to get like pockets of huge X-Men fans in the Star Wars. That's thing. true. Yeah. And it also kind of just cool to like, it's such a huge movie and it's going to be such a spectacle that it is kind of like a cool idea to add a little bit of like intrigue in the previews thing where it's like, like you're just going to be there with your popcorn in order to get a That's seat. Right. You got to be there an hour early anyway. And your fucking Jar Jar Binks ears are flopping. It'll be nice, like to have something to look forward to. Yeah, and it's um, yeah, you're right. And it's really safe speculation it... too that the uh, Star Wars fans are also fans of all the comic book movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's not be a big a dice bit of a crossover roll. audience. It's just going to be like a even adds to just like the epicness of the uh, yeah, Star what's Wars happening. premiere. Yeah, but um, yeah, so so excited about that. And Batman vs Superman. I do think it's going to be the good one. But speaking of Batman vs Superman and TV news. That brings us to something that Liam has fucking time and time again <laughs> tries to make me get not to bring talk it up. <laughs> I'm bringing him up, my girl, dude. Supergirl on TV. Three episodes have been out now and uh, premiered to big numbers and has just fucking steadily declined <laughs> and just like gone down. So now I'm willing to talk about it. Yes, yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't feel like it deserved the premiere of Supergirl TV show because my whole thing with that was just like who the you know like yeah. Supergirl come on like we're really grabbing at straws here if we're gonna be mm -hmm. there's enough in like geek world entertainment to be looking into Supergirl like anybody cares yeah so and again the fucking Supergirl like yes yeah, so we get it like the Superman movies are doing good we really need the girl version of <laughs> Superman <laughs> as a TV show but like alright like full disclosure I haven't watched the show because <laughs> just like as much as I talk, to talk about, about it, she's a better, she's more fun of an idea than an actual <laughs> thing. But I have watched the trailers for it, and of course they even like bring up the thing like girl, super girl, not super woman, and like well, because that's my whole thing is whatever happened to Wonder Woman? I thought yeah. Wonder Woman was Supergirl. No, and like I didn't even know there was a Supergirl yeah. until this like cheesy spinoff TV show. And it's like totally what we're going to be doing doing one of Wonder Woman with the invisible thing that she rides. And just, like, <laughs> invisible plane. We all know about Wonder Woman, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. And it's the same costume as Superman, except she's in like a skirt. Like it's literally high like boots. a Halloween girl. Halloween it's the sexy super Superman. Exactly. Outfit. Exactly. exactly dude. Yes. So like the show is and definitely the, the exact same. Like she's a reporter and fucking like does X-ray vision. Like it's the exact same fucking thing. But like I said, they even bring up the girl she thing fights in the Richard trailer Pryor too. in the third movie. It's a ripoff. <laughs> 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 yeah, and of course, like who's her boss in the show is none other than Ali McBeal. <laughs> like remember me? I was a lady thing too. <laughs> yeah, I was an empowered female. I invented once. that dancing computer baby. Remember. <laughs> So our younger listeners out there, Allie McBeal was a terrible show on Fox about a lady lawyer, <laughs> but for some reason or other, she was like turned out to be like some fucking woman icon. Although the character herself was fucking this like lady that started working at this firm, following her boyfriend, then found herself is like come on, that's your strongest character is the uh, heartbroken like the female and. But she's Supergirl's boss, and Supergirl's out there, but her numbers are now declining so bad that, like, oh, lo and behold, they're thinking about making, like, a Superman kind of appear in one of the episodes. They're like, come on, guys. Like, there's men in this show. It's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if, like, does, like, the male audience isn't really behind it, because I know, like, that's a hard thing in, like, the movies to do, like, the Wonder Woman movie. Like, the reason they never really made a Wonder Woman movie, because your core comic book audience is going to be like, oh, we got to... Uh, yeah, S fucking see what guy this lady's socking in the face and making yeah. like and Sex in the City work. type jokes. Nah, I thought you liked a strong-willed woman. Yeah, Crack. Yeah. Like, mm. and it might work better as a movie, but as a TV show, there's just so much like it's so much more of like a commitment to follow along, and there's just so much more stuff yeah. out there for like the fans of the geek world where like. And you really have to be like looking. You'd have to be like thirsting for Supergirl for it to pique your interest because yeah. there's enough other stuff yeah. going out. But so yeah. I, 
if you're a super super girl fan, then yeah, this is the show for you, I guess. <laughs> but uh, it turns out there's not that many because the show keeps declining too. And uh, yeah, get it while you can. Get it while you can. And even uh, speaking of which, too, like you were talking about how like you thought Supergirl was Wonder Woman. You know, Wonder Woman's gonna make her premiere in the uh, Batman vs Superman movie. But um, there was somebody out there who was uh, really upset she wasn't cast as Wonder Woman. Yeah, the real-life Supergirl, The real-life sure. Supergirl, uh, Ronda Rousey. Yes. Another big news. Not as much geek world news, although Ronda Rousey has kind of crossed over yeah. as like a more pop culture figure, which we kind of more focus on. She was in the Honorage movie. I'm counting. <laughs> Even though she was playing Ronda Rousey. She was in the Expendables. She's I'm putting it out. She was all, uh, she making press releases that she was upset that she didn't get the role as Wonder Woman. Like, come on, I'm, I'm yeah. Ronda, you're going to choose somebody else as Wonder yeah. Woman? I'd... Yeah, like, sorry, Ronda. We were looking for a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's Wonder Woman, not Wonder Bruiser Beast. You know? And like Ronda's big thing is that she uh, wins all her fights in like 30 seconds she's undefeatable talking shit everywhere everyone's big ronda rousey look out for this chick she is just so tough she can't be beat ronda rousey was knocked out 50 seconds of the second round against her fight against holly home against holly home yes and there was a lot of build up to it they were acting very yeah. uh, classic boxing you know mm-hmm. build up where they hated each other they didn't yeah. they had to fight at the uh, pre at the weigh-in and the way they fought stuff. yeah yeah one chick called the other one fat, and they did a very, <laughs> like, in the outside the octagon, they do the slap fight style girl, but... Well, it so got yeah, one of those so things, too, down. like, it was, like, one of those things, too, where they, they're putting their faces really close to each other, like, talking shit, but to me, watching, I'm like, oh, my God, are these chicks gonna kiss? <laughs> ah, they're hitting each other. Damn. God damn it, Rhonda. But, uh, yeah, and I guess, because for me, and this other chick, Holly Holm, who just kicked this other one in the face, because <laughs> yeah. uh, she's also, like, undefeated, and I kind of Yeah, she's never like, lost a fight. Yeah, because I'm kind of happy, because for me, Ronda Rousey, she's crossed over this, like, pop culture figure that gets thrown in your face as this, mm-hmm. like, and what her gimmick is, is that she's supposedly, like, a beautiful UFC fighter, and she's supposedly, like, a real attractive, yeah, she's so unbeatable hot. UFC fighter, but I don't think she's, like, hot enough to deserve, like, the forcing women's UFC in my life, because <laughs> she's that, you know what I mean? Yeah, right? Like, she's not Jenny McCarthy in 94 beating everybody's Ooh, ass. Singled like. out, baby. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's not Kelly Kapowski beating ass. It's some fucking, like... Yeah. If you could kick... No, the- yeah, she's got a pretty face, but then, like, even, like, the ESPYs, uh, like, watching her come in, and it was like, wow, like, that is a pretty, like, a pretty face attached to a man's body yeah. in a black dress. Like, she makes uh, Serena look dainty. <laughs> she's fucking- Believe it or not. But, yeah, like, so much shit talking and just so much, like... And you're right, like, it did put, like, the women's fighting, like, oh, my God, look, look, she trains with guys. But, like, how come Holly Holm's not getting all the hype now, you yeah, know? Exactly. Because it was just announced, too, that Ronda Rousey is going to be on the, uh, the um, not the cover, like, the, uh, the box of the new UFC, the video game coming out. Like, you know, it's always, like, some fucking Chuck Liddell. Yeah. Is he still a thing? Is Chuck <laughs> Liddell still a thing? So he's Ken yeah. Shamrock. Yeah, cause remember, this is geeked up. I don't know a lot about the whole UFC <laughs> world. Because I, I, the only reason I'm really into it is because of Ronda Rousey. Like, is anyone going to stop this chick? She's like, so now she stopped. So, yeah. like, so that goes that campaign. Yeah, and it kind of sucks for the UFC people, too, because, like, uh, you know, you've got like, people like me who, like, will never watch it. The only reason <laughs> I was watching it was, yeah. like, oh, my God, it was, like, this man-shaped chick fucking really beating all yeah, these fucking yeah, yeah. chicks up. It's pretty face attached to a man body. Yeah, now that it's over, like, I've already got behind one train. I'm not jumping <laughs> on the Holly Holm train <laughs> yeah, now. Right. Like, well, Holly Holm's next fight is, like, who? She's kind of pretty, too. Yeah, not enough. It's yeah, not pretty enough. And, uh, but yeah, she fucked up Ronda Rousey, dude. She broke her jaw. Ronda Rousey might be out for a year now. Dude. It's going to be a career ender because she was definitely going to be segueing into like the post. Who knows if that pretty face is still pretty, though, after yeah, uh, right, a dude. foot is forever implanted into it. Yeah, especially after the couple, like the last three punches, too. Fucking Holly Holm laid on her, yeah, too. Yeah, it was like, oh, see, no, no, no. Holly Holm's toe underneath her fucking left eye for the rest of her life. But 
Yeah, sorry, that Playboy Victoria is out of the way. <laughs> but like, since we're talking about the ladies, and now they're like female news. Yeah, I'm realizing crazy. now that this uh, second last portion of the news is uh, <laughs> for the ladies yeah, here. It's ladies night here on the Geeked Up Show. Another ladies story from Supergirl to Ronda Rousey. Now maybe a more uh, optimistic sign no, for the ladies. You say up, optimistic. <laughs> I'm pretty. Uh, again, I got a bone to pick with this one. Yeah, but it's announced actually, that they're true. going to. Uh, Remake Ocean's Eleven with an all-female cast. Yes. And uh, Sandra Bullock is rumored to be the lead, uh, the uh, the Danny Ocean of the group. She's uh, going to be Danielle Ocean. Yeah, let's say Danielle Ocean for all purposes. And it's, an all-female Ocean's Eleven, which is one of the more puzzling, like, crazy statements I've ever heard. Like, why the fuck, dude? Because like, they talk about a thing that nobody was thirsting for. Like, they already yeah. tapped out of, like, the after the uh, Ocean's 14. They're like, all right, you know what? I think the world is headed up of this r- shitty remake. Because, first of all, it's already yeah. a remake of a movie. It's already so a remake, yeah. a remake of the remake a couple years later yeah. with all chicks after nobody was already like they brought out every fucking male superstar celebrity in the world and they still like nobody cared now they're just gonna try the same <laughs> thing with chicks a couple years later and they think that anybody's yeah and who is really clamoring for this fucking movie it's not like something that like needed to be redone like oh those fucking Ocean's Eleven movies were so sexist to women that yeah. like we need our own version of it because like we've talked things. about before like the Ghostbusters movies coming out Yes. All female cast. And I fucking like that idea because, like, one, it's a dead franchise. You know what I mean? Like, fucking Egon Spangler's dead. Literally, it's a dead franchise. It's literally a dead franchise. Bill Murray's always been very open about not wanting to do it. Dan Aykroyd has the script written for yeah, it. Who you know wants, I mean? But who wants to see Dan Aykroyd in anything these days? Yeah, these guys are the all old now. Dead. And you've got a very funny cast in this fucking um, yeah. Ghostbusters movie, too. Christian and Wiig is hilarious. Feel, and even that, the female angle, I kind of like. is like if you wanted to, you're remaking a movie with all female or mm-hmm. female cast. I'm totally not opposed to it. I think that's kind of like a clever you know, little take on, on a remake, giving it a different twist. And it's not like they wouldn't be able to do an equally good job. But So it's kind of just like a clever twist on a remake. Yeah. This is like... It's an unnecessary twist, first of all. And then it's a remake that nobody wants to see in the first place. Yeah, it really is. And, like, fucking... It's just, like, one of those things that, like, it's felt like that, like... The super duper liberals are just like, look, dude, ladies can do it too. Like, no one was saying ladies yeah. couldn't rob a casino. <laughs> like, what is like, what's the point of this? Like, oh, look, the ladies are doing it now. Like, they were never sexist movies. It wasn't like all of them yeah. like in a room. Be like, yo, who? Which one of these broads are we gonna fuck next, dude? Like, even like Julia Roberts' character. Yeah, they was weren't like, acting like themselves in the. In the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was just like a bunch. You're right. They had Julia Roberts. They yeah. were one of the eleven. For she God was sakes, like going you know? through like the heists and the schemes yeah, with them and sure. shit. Like, there was nothing like sexist about it. No one was clamoring for it. And it's, it's also just, not sexist from the angle too, where there is a little bit of a stigma and a stereotype. That I don't necessarily subscribe to as as much as others, but the fact that like women aren't funny and there's no like good female comics, so doing like a female based remake on a comedy movie would kind of be like dispelling that the women aren't funny and they can exactly. make like an equally. Nobody's saying women can't act. Like nobody's saying women <laughs> can't star in regular movies. Like exactly. And like, there's like this whole like thing now about like how like now it's getting released that like some of the actresses aren't getting paid as much as the actors and like dude fucking like I'm sorry, but not even from like a male or female perspective is like. Boo fucking who? Oh, I'm sorry. You only got 12 million compared to Bradley Cooper's 20 million. That's not fair. Fuck you. I don't care about that. Good. I'm glad you're getting paid less. And you're only in the movie because you're the girl that Bradley Cooper's trying to fuck. Yeah, exactly. We're talking to you, Jennifer Lawrence. (laughs) Who cares? You win a bunch of Oscars. We all know you're doing bad, better than Bradley Cooper. Fucking so throw the guy an extra 8 million, dude. 
He's fucking. But I think that the positive news is though this might be like the official last you hear of Ocean's Eleven because it was already nauseating with the remakes. They're hopping back into it. I think like like the backlash for this one might be too much for there to be like an inevitable remake of all the. Oh no! I just he was going further. I'm looking for like the new Die Hard movie. You know, Ocean's Twenty Two, like, like yeah. a Barry Brady Oceans. Where the fucking the original man Oceans going against the female yeah. Oceans. Mister Doubtfire. Like oh, this single mom wants to see her kids, so she's dressing up as an English. <laughs> Butler, <laughs> fucking oh hello, I'm Mr. Doubtfire, starring fucking who fucking cares, and just like the other thing too about it too is like imagine like if uh, like I know we've never really us white males have never really had it too hard, but imagine <laughs> if just yourself. like fucking like we did this shit, like imagine if like we remade Thumb and Louise, starring fucking Jonah Hill and Ashton Kutcher. We're calling it <laughs> Ted and Lewis. And the whole plot of the movie is they kill their annoying wives. Yeah, they kill their yappy wives. And then go, <laughs> and go on a fun road trip together, <laughs> dude. And they pick up like some fucking sexy hooker, like Brad Pitt was in the uh, original one. They pick up some <laughs> this sexy blonde chick, banger, and then they kill themselves. Oh, my God. Could you imagine the backlash over this shit, dude? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? They killed their wives? Like, fucking Jesus Christ, dude. It's unnecessary. It's like the Caitlyn Jenner of movies, where it's, <laughs> like, in your face, and, like, you can't say anything bad about it. Like, fucking, yeah. why not? Because nobody wanted to see a remake of this, these three shitty movies. It's yeah. just, it's pissing me off, dude. And I don't know if I'm sounding like an asshole here, <laughs> but, fucking, I'm not seeing it. And Sandra Bullock, of course, Sandra Bullock, dude. Like, fucking... Ah. Just <laughs> so only because Julia Roberts was taken from the first one. Otherwise, that would have her written all over it. Probably. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. But just fucking... Grr, like, I just don't... Yeah, like... the official review, the geeked up review of the female Ocean's Eleven. Grr. Grr, yeah, fucking, we're angry about it here. But I know I kind of sound like an asshole here, so... You know what? I'm going to do something nice for the ladies. And uh, I've been taking a little look at you, which will bring us to this episode's Closer Look. Closer look, closer look, closer look. Break out the telescope, then the microscope. All of your other scopes, it's exactly what you hold. We're gonna look real close. Take a closer look, closer look. Closer look, closer look. So this is going to be this episode, episode 11's portion of the... Big shout out to Andre Davi, of course. You heard him, uh, the live Closer Look, episode 10. That's right. up game time. That's right. So However, if you want to hear uh, where he got inspired to write that as a slow jam, <laughs> exactly. you have to listen yes, to the episode yes. 10 game time. <laughs> He's got thought. It's a thought process. It's, it's a work of art, these uh, comedy podcast pieces from Andre Davi. Check him out on the SoundCloud.com and in iTown as well. Andre Davi, figure out the spelling yourself because apparently I was doing it wrong for a bulk of the, yeah, yeah, for right. bulk of the plugs. But. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, but um, so like you noticed in the news, we had a lot of lady news. I kind of lost my mind talking about the Ocean's Eleven things. Yeah. But I want the women out there to know it's nothing but love. Nothing yeah, but yeah. love here at the Geeked Up Podcast. So uh, this closer look, we're going to take a closer look at our favorite funny female TV characters. Yes, our favorite uh, female TV characters. Mm -hmm. We're going to be sticking with kind of just the... Because uh, like we were talking about, the kind of the stigma around uh, women is that they're not funny. You that know? they're not funny. Yeah, claiming that they're not good and uh, that they're not good actresses or that you don't want to see them in TV and movie shows, but that they're not funny. So we're going to be kind of taking a closer look at our funniest uh, female TV characters. That's right. 
So um, what jumps just started off with uh, my favorite, I think the one that kind of most jumps off the page with me is like just the uh, funniest for all around kind of not only just performance but content of who she is and what she's all about. But mm-hmm. I go with Supergirl. <laughs> the fact that that dummy thought anybody wanted to watch that show hilarious you yeah. see how terrible the show is I mean it's really one of those you could watch and laugh at her you know she's like the Andy Kaufman of the superhero <laughs> community like, yeah the whole thing was a giant joke you yeah. kidding me yeah brilliant brilliant ruse by whoever played Supergirl <laughs> yeah really good on you <laughs> so, uh, well speaking of hilarious skinny funny blondes I would think of um Sweet D from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. Now, she kind of really does jump off the page out of, like, I know it's a newer of these sitcoms, but kind of one of the uh, females that really is, like, more of a comic relief character and really just, like, is more based yeah. about getting the jokes off and kind of, like, being part of the story like a lot of the other ones. Yeah, she's definitely, like, the center of a lot of the jokes. Like, her and Charlie, they always get their balls broken the most, but, like... Just her quirky, like, crazy plans she, yeah. like, has out. Like, there's never any support from the rest of the gang. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, Jesus Christ, sweetie, what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, she does, she's got a great role on the show, and she uh, executes it great. She's always getting, like, hilarious lines off as well as having funny, like, yeah. plot lines and stuff about her. Hilarious female TV character. She's kind of great. I would kind of, for me, the other one that kind of like jumps off the page as uh, one of the one that was like in the cast that was one of the most regularly the funniest. But I'm gonna go with one of the classic uh, shows. But I'm gonna go Peg Bundy, Peg where Bundy. she was like always breaking out and like she just like as a personality type as a whole was really funny. Just the whole poofy hair and just like you could really just laugh at the character yeah. herself. But then she was just like hilarious and the stern like just nagging wife. She played it so perfectly. It's she just, like did. a hateable wife. But she wasn't even like that naggy though. Like the wife and like everyone loves Raymond wasn't funny. Like she was always nagging. Like <laughs> Ray, hey, you're not doing your stereotypical male thing today, are you? Yeah. Whereas like Peg was just like always trying to look to get laid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It was like you can uh, tune my engine up, Al. And he's like, shut up. She was always just nag- shut up. <laughs> yeah, she was always like, nagging Al about obviously being the worst person ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so she wasn't like the annoying nag. She was funny. She was and like always making like just naggy jokes to him, like but in a non-naggy way. Yeah, another kind of one of the classics that jumps out because she was like totally the center of the uh, show. But Roseanne, in terms of just being like, and also, in, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just from the, her uh, classic slow motion laugh throughout <laughs> the seasons of uh, the Roseanne show. Yeah, exactly. And just being, like, an, again, another just, like, huge personality that, like, deserved more. As funny as uh, yeah. Goodman and Darlene were. Yeah, like, I was Rosen. always more of a Darlene guy. <laughs> just, like, trying to bang that fucking one bozo who's now on the stupid other show where he plays <laughs> yeah, a geek. Course, yeah. and it's like, yeah, come on. But, like, yeah, I was always that dark. Darlene was always darker for me. But, yeah, Roseanne was the funny one. I wouldn't go kind was of... like was, like, very vulgar and had, like, a, a really distinct personality type, just being, like, a brutal. And the whole show was just around, yeah. like, you like, it was totally an unglamorized female where there was just, like, nothing, like, really positive about her. And she Yeah, was well, not, no, like, it was, like, your modern American, too. Like, the Roseanne was, like, a show, like, what a real family's like. And, like, to an extent, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah, like, more real than most shows, but... For sure. For sure, or but like, like family, it, it was closer to my life than Family Matters, for instance. Yeah, well, you never had no uh, nerdy black kid always breaking your house and eating all your cheese. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. and then um, you know, I couldn't say Full House because they killed the mom off before even the first episode. <laughs> like, no, there's gonna be three guys. See, I'm gonna go back kind of to like uh, like the Always Sunny form, like the girl hanging around her three buddies and like kind of catching shit. But like, I'm a uh, Julie Louise Driver's uh, Lane Bennis. 
Okay, Elaine's definitely one of the classics. Always very funny. You know, so, you know she kind of gets pointed to as being like, and also we can just talk about Julie Louis Dreyfus as a whole, because also now with Veep, which you're telling me is great, killing on Veep, hilarious. hilarious, and on she Veep. herself is always hilarious mm-hmm. in cameos with Curb or whatever else she's doing. I always feel like Absolutely. Elaine always kind of gets pointed pointed to as like one of the definitive funniest characters ever. My problem with Elaine is that she was like. You know, except for Jerry, she was so much less funny than Kramer and George, and she kind of more like she did have like she was hilarious in her yeah I can see physical that thing, and she did get great hilarious lines off. It's two o'clock in the morning, and I'm at a cockfight. What am I hanging on to? <laughs> like she had some classic lines and whatnot, yeah. but uh, she was kind of just like when you think of Seinfeld, you don't think of Elaine necessarily. Well, and I've been watching them back though on Hulu, man, and like Elaine has like some of the better <laughs> ones too. Like her freak out on the subway is like one of the great ones. Like the subway, like the lights turn off, and it's just like her inner dialogue. Just like screaming rage, or just like people near, yeah. just like oh my god! Like I've been in that situation a million times, and she hits it pretty verbatim. I gotta st- say though, for Seinfeld, uh, one of the uh, all-time great like casting jobs, and just it's a, but just a very small like character thing, kind of maybe m- flies more under the radar, but just like I think literally one of the all-time great TV characters ever, and like build up is killing sp- me, man. Yeah, like in a spinoff would have totally been acceptable, but uh, George's mom <laughs> yeah, and Frank, like Mr. and Mrs. Costanza, were like yes. such <laughs> comedy gold and such a perfect like you just thought that like they were so perfect as George's parents, you could totally see that whole dynamic. So good, and she actually has a. It's hilarious you brought her up because she actually has like one of my favorite lines in the show that like my mom I think maybe one of the only reasons it's one of my favorite lines because like my mom also just like thought it was like the funniest thing too and it's the episode where George's parents meet Susan's parents okay of course and then like George's dad like steals the bread back but she's so just like blown away she's like as they leave the party, she's like, they didn't serve us cake? Who offers people coffee? Don't offer them a piece of cake. And it's just, like, so blatantly yeah. disgusted. Like, it's such an obvious rule, too. I think she literally calls them animals or something. She's like, they're animals. And like. And the other them. great line from her, too, is um, her when she catches George jerking off. And it's uh, the bed episode where they all bet who. Like, that's yeah, how, like, George, yeah. the whole the catalyst is. Like, she catches George jerking off. She's telling him later, she's like, it's too bad you couldn't get paid for that. You'd be a superstar. You'd sell out <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Everyone would just be there to watch you perform. Yes. Great shit. You're right. The, 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 the erotic sponge bath begins. But yeah, she <laughs> was right. uh, just comedy, comedy gold. She was great on it, man. She was great. I couldn't even think of her name because we all know Jerry Stiller was the uh, definitely exactly. Frankistanza. Yeah, yeah. But um, And uh, I guess kind of while we're staying in the Seinfeld world, though, maybe uh, moving along to, to Seinfeld Part 2, maybe in some regards, but Curb. Yeah, who has uh, Cheryl 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 Hines from Curb? Cheryl you know, Hines like, is great in that show. Kind of definitely more of like a not as much comic relief. There's so many other funny personalities, but she does play a very like funny, just you know, wife to. Uh, She's Larry like and getting off a lot of good lines. She plays a great wife on the show too. Just like kind of keeps him in check, like is aware of his quirks, even though they end up getting divorced eventually. <laughs> but another great female character, hilarious yeah, female character in that show is like uh, is Susie, is uh, Jeff's wife. That's is true. just like one of the best ball breaking <laughs> episodes. Just like her fucking hate and contempt yeah. for Larry, dude. That's true. Like, I was totally bearing the lead with. Susie, because yeah. Susie was like, when, especially when that show came out, just her like mm-hmm. foul mouth outrages were like one of the big uh, yeah. like stealing points of that show. Yeah, it was just her loudness. And then you got a lot of characters on that show, you know, like Wanda Sykes was uh, great on it. She played herself, but was just like, would always call Larry on his shit and was like always, yeah, con- yeah. you know, confronting him about being racist and fucking dude. Like, <laughs> what you so dirty for? You're scrounging on the cars looking for asses. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. Sells out the uh, crazy-eyed killer to Wanda Sykes when she was dating him. I'm going to go in a different direction, though, and think of another like big comedy icon, but um, Marge Simpson. Kind okay, of like Marge's the funny wife. One. Yeah, yeah. She definitely is. She's not like thought of as one of the funny More funniest ones, but, but she, uh, yeah. She has her funny things. She refers to sex as snuggling, which is always hilarious. Is the one thing she thought somebody had, they had like an SMN chamber. She's like, they have a snuggle dungeon. <laughs> it's, like, it's fucking hilarious, dude. Maybe kind of more of the uh, modern age, like f- like uh, big female TV characters, but obviously Liz Lemon from 30 Rock with Tina Fey, who was like, of course, with SNL and really made her name exactly. in that world. And then she kind of translated it over. And in the same vein, Amy Poehler, who's kind of like her tag team partner. Those were kind of like dueling. They both kind of. Uh, yeah, and Amy Poehler was great in uh, Parks and Rec also, man. Like, but Tina Fey's very much of like her, at least. Uh, she's very much of like the alf woman, totally like Absolutely. the star of the show. And she's like. The one that's thought of as being like naturally in charge, but also really just like cutting, getting great lats off. She's like, there's the other comics who are built in to be the funny ones. She's, she's the, still uh, like yeah. really funny as well as being like the main focal point. That's right. She's the brains behind it. Even on SNL, she was like one of the head writers too. And like, I'm going to take, speaking of SNL, I'm going to take a little sneaky one in here because I just want to give Kristen Wiig her props. I okay, can't yeah, like, think of like a TV character she's played, but like SNL's on TV and like, <laughs> close enough. Yeah. She would nail on that show. Like, every skit she was in was. Like would always crack yeah, me up. Yeah, like her sure. delivery was like very funny on it. Maybe while we're into some of the uh, non-TV show ones, but kind of just the other like big uh, stand-up or kind of just like figures. Of course, Lisa Lampanelli. How do you feel? Well, Lisa Lampanelli. Yeah, the queen I mean, of mean, the queen of mean. But it's also like I'll give you a half on Lisa Lampanelli because she kills it at the roasts. So it's a TV show. We'll count the roasts as a yeah, TV yeah, production. Yeah. So Lisa Lampanelli kills that, but, like, her stand-up is, like, very one of those, like, uh, just, like, look what I'm saying. Exactly. Can you believe I'm yeah, saying yeah. cock and the N-word so many times? Yes. Whereas, like, if you want to talk about, like, funny, con- like, female comics who also have their own show, look at someone like Sarah Silverman, yeah. who had the Sarah Silverman project, was just, like, one of, like, the weirdest, quirkiest, and fucking, like, really bizarre great. shows yeah, ever. Yeah. And fucking hilarious. And, and she's, like, on stage one of the most, like, well-respected just comedians. To me, like, not even... Yeah, exactly. Not even as, like, a female comic. Yeah. like my If you had to name me off my top five comics, Sarah Silverman's in that top five. Like, yeah, for sure. Her and stage presence is hilarious. And, like, I might not be a giant fan of, like, that crazy alt-comedy shit, but, like, her joke delivery and just, like, every in and out of it, dude. She's just so yeah, perfect yeah. at it. And one of the funniest And she's people. also, like, extremely respected amongst, like, the... Uh, you know, star comics now. She's been doing it for a long time. Absolutely. She's like just thought of as one of the best and absolutely hilarious. And she's been on a ton of movies, too. You look back at, like, old, old shit, and, like, there's Sarah Silverman, like, popping a ball in there. She was on Saturday Night Live. She was in yeah, fucking, I think one like... one of the hottest TV... Uh, one of the hottest movie characters was Jennifer Love Hewitt in that movie where she played the, uh, like, thief. She was, like, <laughs> okay, the setup yeah, artist. Yeah, I remember that. And Silverman was in that with Galifianakis and a bunch of people. So she's, she's been at it for a while. Yeah, she has been, she been, been since Jennifer Love Hewitt was hot, but... She's like Kevin Hart. He's been there for a while, but you're just hearing about him now. Yeah. Maybe the one that's, the, I guess, the other just like huge female comic now is uh, Amy Schumer. Who I guess yeah, you can't talk about comedy ways, right now without talking about Amy Schumer. Yeah, for sure. And in a lot of ways, little Silverman-esque where she's like, you know, very attractive, saying like vulgar, outrageous kind of thing. She definitely has that like, can you believe she said that fact? That's true. But she's like, and she's also the kind of that thing right now. She's like the modern lady, which is like, you're not typical good looking, but like she is good looking and like. She even did, like, a bit about that on her show. Like, one of her, like, she has, you know, Inside Amy Schumer, her sketch comedy show, and one of her, like, bits on it was, like, is she good-looking enough for this? And I was like, mm. <laughs> Like, she talks about it, and she's very funny, too. Um, 
You know, I'm definitely more of a Silverman fan, but like she's out there now. Like you can't see anything without. No, she's uh, huge. She's definitely like seeing one Amy of Schumer the around. Stars right now, absolutely. Especially out of like the stand-up world, I think it's like her, like right behind Louie and maybe Bill Burr. But it's like those three are up there on the. Uh, That's right. And I'm gonna throw one out here now too. That like it's gonna kind of be weird because we're talking about funny women. There's both their shows are kind of quirky on Comedy Central, but I'm gonna throw a show out there and see if you like ever watched or remembered this, or if the viewers, the listeners here. I've really listened to it, but there's a show on Comedy Central. I already know where you're going, and I agree. Strangers with Candy? Yes. Oh, my God, dude. Amy Sedaris on Strangers with Candy was uh, one of the fucking quirkiest, weirdest, funniest, fucking hilarious shows. Yeah, it's definitely a weird one. You might remember it. it was She played like a freakishly, kind of just like an ugly, weird, like eccentric kind she of She was an like, old lady that like went back to high school because like exactly, she like yes. drank and did drugs throughout all her young years. <laughs> and her dad was like some old man that was married to like, some young, like quirky yeah. blonde. Like, it was a hilarious, weird kind of show, but the one thing was just, like, the that about it was, like, the unsettling, weird-looking chick. And then when you saw Amy Sedaris on TV show, she's actually, like, an attractive, like, regular chick. Absolutely. Totally hilarious. And I've seen her on, like, Conan. She's one of the best, like, uh, get like late-night guests because she's always really weird. She's got some, like... I just saw her on Billy on the Street recently, and she was just, like, hilarious on that, too. Just, like, doing some nonsense game with him, dude, for no reason. That was, like, just... Yeah. She's great, and she's so weird. Like she um, was like the star of the show. It was like all around her. She wasn't like a side, like a side character. But um, you know, I think that tops my list. I can't think of any other funny women. The rest (laughs) of you are all so serious. Lighten up. We're just joking around. And I can't talk about female TV characters without at least throwing in how hot Topanga was. Not very funny, but she was uh, hot. It was funny the way she made me feel at the time. (laughs) Yeah, right. I felt very funny. What's going on here? (laughs) What's going on here? So those are uh, that's our list. I'm sure there's a ton we've missed though. Yeah, because this list is so Tell big some of the that lady like geeked up listeners, uh, email us some of your favorite. Yeah, please. Characters. Let us know that you're out there. We only have like one female listener from Wisconsin <laughs> right now. That's uh, we got a couple. We got a couple Irish girls, Caitlin and Orla from Ireland. That's right. Katie Black was our newest Facebook like. Yeah, yeah. So let write us in, ladies. Who's your favorite funniest TV character? And guys, you can write into. But uh, yeah. And, but yeah, also uh, like us on Facebook and all that stuff. Yeah. Check us out the Facebook. Like us page. on Facebook, and remember, if you email first us. review on iTown, we're still waiting. He's got a prize coming. All you got to do is yeah. just leave a positive review on iTown. Dude, if we'll you buy leave you a negative a... review. We're gonna download a virus to your computer or something crazy. Right. But if you leave a positive review, we're gonna get a 3D printer and send you guys a life-size models <laughs> of me and Liam signed. So leave that review on iTown. Yeah. Um, remember, if you wanted to uh, email us in for this one, though, let us know who the funniest lady you think we is or missed. And that's uh, the Geeked Up Podcast at gmail.com. The Geeked Up Podcast. You've got to put the in there, folks. That's right. Grammatically correct podcast titles, folks. So, guys, that's our show. Thanks for listening. Remember to stay tuned or keep a lookout for the episode 11, Game Time. I'm Devin Barnes. That's Liam Whalen. Yeah. And remember, guys, if you don't have to work tomorrow, go ahead and get geeked up. Woo baby! Hey! Woo baby! It's time to get geeked up! It's time to get geeked up to stand up comics telling you what's up in movies and TV. I know you could feel me. Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on yet. And if you are hooked, we're gonna go and take a closer look. And no show's the same. We always got a different game. Always got a different game. Hey, hey, ooh, baby. It's time to get geeked up.